Because I got Michigan, I can make it bounce. <laughs> about that one <laughs> good evening everybody and welcome back welcome back to the fake ass radio show on podbean and strangelabel.com i am your host scav d this show is brought to you by the statue of christopher columbus st paul minnesota Okay, I'm being told it's not there anymore. Okay, uh, this show is brought to you by the statue of Christopher Columbus in Miami, Florida. No, that one is fucking gone too. They ripped him down there too, huh? <laughs> God damn. All right, well, this show is brought to you by the statue of Christopher Columbus in Boston, Massachusetts. Show me Boston. God damn it, man. That shit is gone there too. Fuck me. All right, all right. This show is brought to you by the statue of Christopher Columbus in Richmond, Virginia. Give me Richmond. God damn, holy shit. Gone. All right, well, all right. I guess this show is brought to you by the statue of fucking Marty Moose outside of Wally World. (laughs) Yeah, that park is still closed. Uh, due to COVID, by the way, the uh, moose out front should have told you. <laughs> Going up in the hour, we got music from Earth Gang. Absolutely no music from Rhyme Sayers Entertainment Artists. At least not anymore. And so much more. But first, must introduce my co-host. He's the Bill S. Preston to my Ted Theodore Logan. He's a wild stallion, that one. He cannot be tamed. Ladies and gentlemen, Gene Techman, everyone. Gene Techman. Gene Techman, perspective changing hip hop sponge, <laughs> bringing you the finest. What the fuck is up, Scav? What's happening, my uh, man? We, we back. Yeah, I almost said party on, Gene. <laughs> but uh, that's that's two other assholes. That's not Bill and Ted. <laughs> no, they say excellent, excellent, right? <laughs> they got a new movie. Yeah, man, I'm excited for that. Yeah, Bill me and Ted. too. Soon, like within a week or some shit. Yeah. Oh. Straight to straight to Amazon. 
How much are they charging? 30 bucks for uh, movies now since they're not like theaters aren't going on. So what? Yeah. something like that. Something like that. Yeah. OK. All right. I'll take it. It's cheaper than a night out at the movies. Yeah, you make your own popcorn. I'm usually bringing my own snacks anyways, but it, uh, well, not popcorn. <laughs> I can make way better popcorn at home any damn way, man. Hit that shit with a little Frank's Red Hot shit. You feel me? If I'm getting real gangster, I, I'll skip the Frank's and I'll throw some Reese's Pieces on there. Oh, I'll mix damn. it up in there. So a little chocolatey, buttery, uh, crunchy shit going on. Uh-huh. Yeah, you, you nasty scab. Oh, I like yeah. it, man. Oh, I yeah. like it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fucking A. Yeah, fucking, uh, shit, man. Bill and Ted, excellent. <laughs> excellent movie coming out hopefully soon. And, uh, it's excellent to be back on the mic with you, dude. Yeah, my man, it is. Yeah. I, I put the mic down for a little while during this cold COVID shit. And, uh, I just started one-wheeling all over the place. And, uh, I got lost with that. But, yeah, I'm ready to do some recording again. Bro, I ain't fucking around uh, <laughs> with them one-wheels, man. I was over at your crib that one day, and I, I, I got on your shit for, for one second. I damn near broke both my fucking ankles and crashed that bitch, man. Dude, fucking it's dangerous. They're dangerous. Every time I get on, I, I know this could be my last <laughs> time walking planet Earth, but I keep getting back on. It's a thrill that I should not be doing right now, but I just can't get off the fucking thing. Fuck that shit. Yeah, for real. I'm vicariously living my like childhood all over again because when Back to the Future 2 came out, there was no such thing as a hoverboard. And of course, like physics say that that would never be possible. So I kind of got to a point where I didn't think that I'd ever be able to ride a hoverboard. And yes, there's one wheel on this thing and it self-balances, but it's the closest thing that you could imagine feeling like Marty McFly and Back to the Future too. So I'm just living it back out again and hopefully I don't fall. I've, I've fallen hundreds of times, man. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to fall as little as possible now. <laughs> yeah, what you need is a whole gang of motherfuckers rolling around with them sick ass helmets and shit. Those futuristic looking <laughs> ass helmets. That shit would be dope. Right? Fucking <laughs> out there. Whole gang of motherfuckers just crashing and shit. Walking up at man, <laughs> man, I, 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 man, I got a one-wheel gang for real, man. You, you're going to see us taking over the streets here pretty soon. We okay. get together and mob out, man. Okay. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. But, you know, back in this piece, man, you know, living the good life. Uh, trying to adjust with uh, COVID and going back to work Still, and all the other. Yep. But, uh, yeah, man, what's good? Shit, you know what it is, man. Fucking, like you said, back in the saddle again. Took two months off, you know, a little summer vacation. Like, we're like the fucking, uh, the teachers, the instructors of podcasting, taking the whole damn summer off and shit. <laughs> right. right. We need a break, too, sometimes. Exactly. You know? I, I feel like anybody who's listened to us in the past knows that we don't exactly have the best track record in terms of consistency with recording this motherfucker, you know? <laughs> Especially in the summer. And uh, this summer is no exception, right? Don't nobody want to be fucking... Stuck inside, cooped up, recording on even one of these sunny days or starry nights. Right. But, uh, hey, we back. We back. Fear not, motherfuckers. Fear not. Your friends are back. So, so what's been going on, man? In this meantime, we've been, we've been off for two months. There's been a lot of, like, things that have happened in the world, man. Hey, before we even talk about that, do we have an email address now? No. Oh, all right. I thought we were talking about doing that shit. We we're going to do that shit. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to uh, put Gene Techman uh, as my uh, chief technical officer of uh, the fake ass radio station. And uh, he's going to get us a website. Yeah, I got a little package starting to brew that uh, 
I will be uh, presenting to my uh, my co-host partner to hopefully take this fake ass radio show in a direction that will allow us to expand hyper rapidly. And uh, that would consist of email, website and all that good stuff. So uh, be on the lookout for that, man. We're going to step up the social media and step out into the real world of the Internet. You know. Man, I'm trying to make some motherfucking money off this fucking shit. I, <laughs> I don't know. To keep it, to keep it 100, we Dude. need to get paid for this shit, okay? Just to keep money. it real. So, man, send, send, send us what you got. This is a stick up. I want to sell some merch, like a whole bunch of merch and shit. Like, I want our shit to blow up like that Supreme shit, you know? Ah, yeah. I want our yeah. shit to be like that. I want our shit going for hundreds of dollars on eBay. It's Exclusive drops, man. Yeah. I, we, I have some uh, graphic designers that could put together some uh, really cool exclusive uh, shit. Make it art pieces, you know what I mean? Yeah, I want some cool merch. You know what I really want is one of those fucking wallet weed grinders, right? Fake-ass radio show on there. <laughs> yeah. You know there those you things? Go. Yeah, they're flat. They're fucking yep. flat. They're like cheese graters that fit in your yep. wallet. Absolutely. Yeah, little metal card looks like my fucking Amex. They, yeah. they come in clutch. They're not, they're not the best thing, but they come in clutch to just have in your wallet, to keep in your wallet, and boom, you have a grinder with you at all times. You don't have to carry anything with you. Love it, man. We got to get some of those, man. Yeah. Want unique merch. Yeah, unique I dig merch. it. Man, put that on the fucking website, man. That's on the list. That's on the list. What else would we sell in there? Like, what's one more thing we, you think we should fucking sell in there? Uh, you know, you mentioned it as well before in the past, man. Beer mugs. I think beer mugs would be a cool thing. Yeah, to, okay. You know, I think a glass, a commemorative glass, like people will spend $5, even $20 when they go to a Pistons game, you know what I mean? Or Cedar Point Amusement Park for some bullshit. You know, like, how about a, like a nice glass growler to pour like any beverage you like, you know what I mean? If it's root beer float to, you know, Ooh. your favorite beer, you know, fake ass radio show Ooh. shit, you know? Does sound good. Nice big ass root beer float. Yeah. Yeah. The fake ass radio show mug make that shit taste way better too. Hey. Yeah, man. You get real. Put that shit in the freezer ahead of time when you pull it out. Maybe the logo changes colors or some some shit like that. You feel me? You know. Scav DLB on there and shit and like, you know, when the glass is cold, like I got some pants on, and then you put something warm in there. You know, my pants come off. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah there you go you get something like that up on there right that'd be good right <laughs> see that's what i'm talking about yeah, that's so. perfect <laughs> all right yeah i'm uh extra hyped up now <laughs> let's, go. let's go let's go big ass radio show God. listeners let us let, let us know if you have any if you have any ideas of some unique things that we could start possibly putting in a merch store that you might be interested in you know we'd appreciate the feedback so hit us up on twitter instagram you know where we're at indeed indeed jesus christ man yeah that'll be good that'd be good for us man fuck uh how's your summer been going man i've been fucking chewing jack shit just sitting outside i've transformed as a person this summer i'm a completely different human being and every single day has been fantastic and I just haven't realized how much I've changed until I look back a couple months and see that I've changed. But it's just been one day at a time. I've been getting into something different, whether it's doing pull-ups on Olympic rings in my garage to riding the one wheel to like reading books to like figuring out am I a Democrat or a Republican? Like I'm in a, I've done a lot of like 
banging my body up and getting back up and having to get back on the board again. And metaphorically, I mean, that's life. You know what I'm saying? Like, no matter what you do, no matter how old, old you get, you know, you realize, like, you're going to keep falling down over and over and over again. The, the key to it is just to figure out how to fall as little times as possible. You know what I mean? Just correct your mistakes and then grow from there. You feel me? And yes, so, sir. Uh, yeah, so I just, uh, I've just been in this, like, and, and I can't even really say, I can't even really look back and say, hey, mom, I accomplished this and give you some credentials other than I feel better than I've ever felt before in my life as I'm stepping into another month of age and I'm getting older. You know what I mean? I just feel like I'm starting to fine tune myself and just not give a true fuck about what anybody thinks about me, which only just makes me feel better with myself, you know? So I think I've done a, at the end of the day, I think I've done a lot of soul searching this summer, man. And I feel, uh, I feel pretty good about it. That's what's up, man. And yeah, you got to know about yourself, man. Knowing is more than half the battle. And it's like, if you know, you know that you're better than all these motherfuckers around you, you shouldn't be giving a fuck what people think, you know? And I know I'm better than fucking mostly everybody around me and shit. And that's 100, bro. You're telling the absolute truth. And that's how I feel. Like, I know I'm better than you, 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 yeah. and you. And at the end of the day, yeah. the only the only thing that ever really holds you back is, like, being concerned about other people judging you. You know what I'm saying? Like, and when you, you let go of that, you let go of it wholeheartedly and sincerely. Where you truly, truly, it's it's not that you're saying, I fuck you guys because I'm trying to be mean. But you truly just, you did that that thought of being judged in the spotlight and... And, you know, at work or, you know, by anybody out in public and you just let it all go, like you really start to tap into the only thing that really matters. And that's yourself. You know what I mean? And if you're not happy, then you should stop exactly what you're doing and figure out what the problem is almost at all times. No doubt. No doubt. Yep. Right. Shit, man. Well, good for you, man. Yeah. Feeling good, man. But that's where I'm at, bro. I'm, uh, I'm fucking just like Wolverine, just ready to like savagely tear apart life. For the rest of this year, you know what I mean? I'm feeling pretty good. That's what's up, man. Yeah, how about yourself, man? What's been good? What's been good with you? I can't say I've really been working on myself, uh, at least near, not nearly as much as you. Yeah. I, like I said, I've just been sitting outside a lot, man. Just chilling in my backyard, you know, making sure my fucking backyard is mowed up so I can just sit back out there with my dogs, my broad and shit, and just chill. And honestly, to be honest with you, I haven't even been putting forth effort. This has all been on accident. You know what I mean? Like, I'm able to look back now and be able to say, yeah, man, I've actually accomplished some things personally. You know what I'm saying? I let a few things go emotionally, you know, and I'm just, and I'm in this, like, complete hippie state of life, too, man. I just want to let my beard grow out and go full David Letterman. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, full-fledged talk show Dave. Right. No doubt. <laughs> Fucking A. Dude, I miss Dave Letterman. I, miss I do, him. too, man. I didn't appreciate him till later in his career, but he was a genuine performing artist man oh man i remember watching him when i was a kid my dad loved him and shit loved him i remember him when he was on nbc yep like way back holy shit and i appreciated jay leno more than him at the time and nah. it, again it wasn't until the final few handful of years of letterman's career maybe the last five years that i really started to say man he's fucking hilarious he's actually great and, uh and i completely forgot about jay leno letterman was the man after that see there you go you missed yep. out yeah i did i did miss out because he's he's great i was gonna talk more about sitting outside and i don't remember what the fuck i was oh, gonna say shit, oh yeah my i remember yeah. what i fucking i got new neighbors next door Right, this like it's like a friendly couple. They're probably thirty something, and right. uh, they've got a a waterfall <laughs> over in their backyard. So 
it's so nice fucking sitting out back and hearing the waterfall, man. There was this like really, I guess invalid is what the lady was. She was this like really old invalid woman who used to live next door and she was letting the place go and she died uh, months ago. So uh, these new neighbors are in there ripping everything apart and fixing everything. And uh, they got this fucking waterfall working in their fucking backyard, man. I didn't even know there was a waterfall back there, man. It's like a big rock wall, you know, mm. that's a waterfall. It's fucking huge, too. It's probably like 15, 20 feet tall, mm. right? And it towers over their fucking fence. Yeah. I can't really see it because I got trees and shit. But, uh, man, dude, it makes this wonderful, wonderful fucking sound, dude. Mm. It's beautiful. Oh. <laughs> yeah. There's some water flowing out that bitch too, man. Like it's loud. It's loud. It's so tranquil. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd be sitting in my backyard all the time now. Fucking relaxing. Yeah, and you and I are Michigan amphibians, man. We uh we've been around fresh water all of our lives. I think the the sound of water is like a like a like a duck to water to us, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think you're right, man. <laughs> I like listening to a waterfall. Flowing water, like a babbling brook. Yep. You know, or something like that, man. I don't know. I feel like I'm in Barbados or some shit back there, man. Yeah. Goddamn waterfall and shit. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, shit just getting better and better over here, man. I guess, man. <laughs> Seems like uh, some shit is getting better out there, too. The old Paint Creek Tavern that's in Rochester, yeah. they reopened. You, I don't know if you've ever been there. Uh, you ever been there? I've never been there in my life, no. It's dive bar, you know? I've been yeah. there a couple times back in the day. Nothing to write home about. But uh, Cruz and Mir bought it. Okay. I know that's super regional thing. Cruz and Mir, they're some restaurateur guys, uh, and they do a lot of fancy seafood and pasta and shit you know it's really good really good fucking place absolutely and uh in a time when i thought fucking restaurants were gonna you know start closing up like a motherfucker we got cruise amir opening up new shit <laughs> so uh right yeah. and uh they got some bomb shit there too they got some really bomb shit for a dive bar because it's still kind of a dive bar but they souped it up a little bit Right. Oh, God damn, it's good, man. If you're in the Rochester, Michigan area, people, I highly recommend you stopping through there, man. It's fucking good. Yeah, I never I never heard of the place, but after you've mentioned it to me, man, mm -hmm. I'll definitely will be paying the place a visit. From what you've told me, it sounds like they have a, a nice menu and uh, you know, it's a step up bar food, nice and comfortable and uh with a classier edge to it. And uh that's right up my alley, man. I'm all about that. Man, they got some shit I think you might like, man. They got a uh like a jerk spiced I love it already. I yeah. love it. <laughs> yeah, it's a, a jerk spiced grilled uh, mahi salad type thing. That's got like a ginger lime vinaigrette on there and some coconut Ooh. shit. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Right. Yeah. You definitely had me a jerk, man. That's yeah. uh, that's my jam on man. I just love jerk. And I'm like, a, I feel like I'm a jerk kind of sewer, man. Like I, I love good jerk. And like, I know, not no piddly ass. Like, okay, you put cinnamon and clove and ginger together. Now you're calling it jerk. Like I'm talking like some real, like there's some onions, some scotch bonnet peppers. Like you're doing the thing with those seasonings, you know, but that's definitely up my alley, man. Jerk mahi. Mm. Hell yeah. yeah I, I hope, uh, you know, my recommendation lives up. 
<laughs> hey, it, if it doesn't, you know, it's still jerk. I still will probably enjoy it more than likely. Hey, just to keep it real. I, uh, I, I like a nice, good, you know, prime steak, but I'm a, I'm a bastard about eating some sliders too sometimes. So, you know, I got a wide range on my palate. And that ginger lime vinaigrette. I don't get down on salad really that much, but I, man, that ginger lime vinaigrette sounds fucking good, man. That shit's, uh, with some coconut, that shit sounds tropical. Sold, man. That's yeah. what I'm ordering. Dude, if I could order one of them shits uh, to go, right, and you just come eat that shit over here uh, with me by the waterfall. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> right? Nice and peaceful. All right, well, uh, shit. Uh, what else has been going on in the last few months? Uh, dog, how about that fucking giant fucking explosion <laughs> in Beirut? Dude. Did you I see saw that, that fucking shit? I saw that from God three different angles. Damn. Three different angles, and I think my balls dropped a little lower every single time I saw it, man. Unbelievable. I've seen footage of volcanoes erupting and shock waves that come off of that. I've never seen anything like that. Never. <laughs> Shit was in fucking sane. Never. If you if you watch it in slow motion, you can just see the building like atomize. Yeah. And it's incredible. Yeah. It's like Terminator 2. Yes. It's like Terminator 2, yeah. And fucking A, man. Now what will probably end up happening is a lot, a lot of these movie studios, Marvel Studios, they'll get a hold of that shit and they'll start integrating that shit into their uh, disaster footage and shit like that. You know, they do that shit. They <laughs> really they do. <laughs> they really do. Yep, so you're right. you get that shit in there. Fucking A, man. Crazy shit, man. Some Transformers shit, yeah. Michael Bay, yeah. uh, the Decepticons are in, uh, you know, Lebanon, Beirut, and uh, there's some type of Oracle orb that's exploding. God damn it. Yeah. What are they searching for uh, this time? Right. What are they fucking, what, what old relic <laughs> do they need to save humanity this time, fuckers? Right. Right. God damn it. What is that? Like the third most powerful explosion ever recorded oh wow yeah i'm pretty sure i read that yeah right behind uh nagasaki and hiroshima those two wow yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> that's scary yeah yeah that's ah. scary and that's halfway around the world and that scares the shit out of me here just to think about like man getting your hands on that much power you know what i mean to be able to do anything. Holy cow. That's just, that's just freaking scary, man. Since that happened, I've been fucking searching every square inch of property with, <laughs> within a 50 square mile radius. Fucking making sure motherfuckers didn't, you know, forget about 200 tons of fertilizer, you know, just laying around. I was going to say that that makes me want to move to Wyoming with Kanye, you know, just to have my own space. Yeah, man. Go out to fucking middle of montana with those mule deer and shit check it out up. there there ain't shit out there neither straight up i might i might i might need that <laughs> <laughs> i don't have it in front of me i don't know how many people died or whatever but uh, fucking hey man horrible shit man and i hope something like that never happens again yeah several several tons of uh the the chemical product i don't i like how do you how do you manage that like what what the fuck happened to even like walk that through the door 
You know what I'm saying? Like somebody just dropped the ball and forgot about that shit. Like what did they stage to like say, all right, I'm going to blow up this place on this day at this time and I need this much shit to do it. Like, I don't know who you are, but that seems like a, a pretty like horrific feat to be able to accomplish. You know what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't imagine. I mean, where do you do that ever? A McDonald's, uh, a theme park? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you manage, like, moving a substance, several tons of it into a building and boom? You know what I mean? I just don't know. I just don't know either. Just <laughs> It just scares the shit out of me to think about who was in charge of that operation. Who who did this? <laughs> Who's your mans, man? <laughs> well, it seems like there's got to be some uh, better checks and balances with that shit. I mean, this is like the second in 10 years that I've heard about a big fertilizer explosion. The first one that I remember was in Texas. Yep. It was like the town of West. I say West Texas. I don't mean like West Texas where the fucking weirdos and shit live, you know? Or Logan's got fucking Professor X. Uh, no, the town of West. And uh, I've spoken with people who lived there when that happened. And uh, dude was uh, in his shower three miles away. And it blew out his fucking windows. Damn. Yeah, three miles away. Damn. Can't even imagine what type of shit this fucking Beirut shit did. Damn. Can't even imagine. So, shit, man. I don't even know what the hell needs to happen there, man. This is. They're going to be cleaning up for a minute. Damn. Cleaning up for a minute. I wonder if there's like, I wonder if there's a way we could send them some money or some shit. I don't know. I'm going to throw them 20 bucks or something. <laughs> I don't know something. Ah, I feel bad. I feel fucking bad. I'll throw them a couple of ends. Because that's what we do. We got big hearts. We got big hearts at Fake Ass Radio Show. We got big mouths. We got even bigger hearts, though. I have a big heart. None to love here, man. None to love for everybody, for the most part. All day. All day. Just about everybody. Not everybody, but, you know. Yeah, everybody, except for, like, fucking rhyme sayers and shit. We might talk about that a little bit. So stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Fake Ass Radio Show. I'm Scav D. And I'm Gene Techman. And we're the hosts of the Fake Ass Radio Show. And we'd like to talk with you about something very important. iTunes reviews. One in four podcasts faces never getting an iTunes review. And some don't even know when the next review is coming. We ask that you join us here at the Fake Ass Radio Show in our fight and take the pledge to help a podcast get an iTunes review. And with only 15 seconds of your precious fucking time of day, you could log on to iTunes and give a podcast what they so desperately need. A five-star review. So please, give all you can and help out a podcast in need by giving them a five-star review on iTunes today. Because without you, what's the fucking point? This has been a public service announcement from your friends at the Fake Ass Radio Show. Hello! Sorry about you. Go ahead, don't go over there. Yeah, give me a case, Adelia. 
The steak and cheese fajita only with cheese and steak only. We don't have fajitas. You don't have fiestas? I'm sorry, could you repeat that? Why is it on your side if you don't have it? Are you talking about gorditas? Y'all have mozzarella cheese sticks? No. Give me two tacos, one soft shell, one hard, please. Did you repeat that order back to me? Yes, I got the steak gordita. Steak gordita. The cutting edge. There is no radio station kicks as much ass as you all do. Online and on your smartphone. Strangelabel.com. For staying with us, as if you had a choice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goddamn it, fake ass radio show. Scav, Gene, your friends back for you. And only you. Well, goddamn, it's been a long time, two months. I'm fiending for some new music. What do you say? I'm ready for that music too, man. Let's get into it. Let's go. And if music was the Be the fattest motherfucker ever, man. <laughs> Music was love. I think that's what he means. Anyways, yeah, a little new one. Yeah. A little new one to take us into it. Well, God bless it, man. What you got for me tonight, Gene Techman? Man, I've been listening to so much music lately. I was uh, torn between who I wanted to play tonight. Uh, I just got to give a shout out to A-Verb. If uh, you're looking for some new music, A-Y-E. First name, Verb, V-E-R-B. Absolutely amazing artist. But a new song just came out today, and I just can't resist playing it because I love this group so much. Earth Gang, they are off J. Cole's record label, Dreamville. To me, they are just the new Andre 3000s of this era. They are some of my favorite rappers right now. I just wa love watching them perform as a group. I think they have a great chemistry and I love their fucking sound. But the name of this song is Powered Up. It's probably going to go on my workout playlist. If you like it, add it to yours too. And you're only going to hear it on the Fake Ass Radio Show with Scab D and G Tech. Holla. Say I done powered up, level at 10,000 and climbing. No, I've been mad it, been mad it to them niggas. Get back from now, me my nigga, what it is. Really, I just came here to kill shit. Gotta see this more gonna be a boy. Thank the good Lord, I'm here to oh shit. Overflowing with the sauce, I'm never holding back. I'm going in my coffin, middle finger, focus through the casket. No betraying the tragedy, the tragedy for you knew what happened. Ain't no explanation, this is second nature. All is automatic.
they feel like a real piano and uh it has a uh, you know usb plugins in the back so you can do anything and everything we'll fucking work on that shit man yeah totally that's what i plan on doing i, I was fucking around with garage band and it's very compatible you know what i mean like to take samples and all different types of shit and just use your piano as your you know your banger folks we're talking about producing music <laughs> over here <laughs> yeah man between the song we was talking about uh how scabby's been making some beats and shit and uh gene you want to play the piano again Piano. Yeah, I, I do i want to play the piano again i used to play the piano and the saxophone when i was younger and uh yeah i loved making and composing music and i got into hip-hop at a certain point and i started uh making beats and then i started rapping and then i just stopped making music altogether you know what i mean so yeah who knows? I might play the piano and start getting back into it some more. You can tune a piano. <laughs> yep. But you can't tune a fish. Yep. Walked me right into it. Walked me yeah, right I did. into it. I did. That was great. Whew. So what you playing tonight, man? What, what you got going on? Bruh. What's your, what's your um, vibe tonight? Where's your vibe? I said before we started, I didn't want to make a big deal about What's going on with our boy, my boy, your boy, Prof, who you think needs to work on his bars? Uh, <laughs> do you? He, he, po he posted something about Bar Breaker recently on Twitter, and I said, did I inspire you to write this song? <laughs> you want to tell that story again real quick? Um, yeah, when I, uh, I went to go see Atmosphere, part of the Rhyme Sayers Collective, you know, one of the original OGs of the group. And uh, Dim Atlas, who is, was being accused for, you know, sexual misconduct, as mm -hmm. well as Prof, were both the openers. So, uh -oh. you know, as, we're, as I was mingling and enjoying my show, and I think, I think I may have had a couple too many beverages. I wasn't drunk, though. <laughs> I, just, I, I, just, I was just flowing, though. You know what I mean? I was just in my liquid form, and I just had no reservation. So, uh, you know, I approached Prof. I just saw him kind of kicking it, looking to talk to a fan or whatever. And I just kept it completely real with him. You know, I just, uh, I thought that he was a great performer, but I didn't think he captured like the lyrical side of like bar writing bars. You know what I mean? And uh, I told him, I told him directly to his face. I said, you know, I was like, your performance is great. Like you can definitely control a crowd, like MC control a crowd, but like your bars though, like I didn't catch that. I didn't catch any that were really hitting me in the face. Like you were stepping the game up with lyricism. You know what I mean? And I, you know, I, I probably bruised his ego a little bit, but he ended up coming out with a song by the name of Bar Breaker that yep. was produced by Aesop Rock. Yep. That, uh, that fucking bangs. Yep. Like, I think he just takes you through a, like a, like an amusement park of like lyricism. So in my own little world, I, I feel like that was his ode to Gene Techman. He wanted to make sure I knew that uh, he has bars, so he came out with the song Bar Breaker. <laughs> and that song is dope. Most of the shit the guy does is dope, right? Yeah. He, he, he's a great performer, though. You know what I mean? Like, I can't knock him at all. Like, he found a niche and, like, is fully immersed in it, like, which yeah. I appreciate, yeah. you know? He's been getting better and better, too, you know? Yep. Uh, again, like I was talking about earlier, man. About some shit getting better and better, man. This is America. <laughs> so, uh, you know, there's still a fucking giant fucking scroll looking ass list of things that are getting worse in this fucking country. You know, the fucking COVID numbers are still staggering after months of this shit. And uh, fucking cancel culture. The fucking cancel culture is out of control. 
It's been out of control, as far as I'm concerned. To the point where they're going after going after our fucking MCs. Ugh. They're going after our MCs now, Gene. Enough. And uh, I'm not sure that I'm with that. Enough already. I'm really not sure that I'm with that, man. And it was just a matter of time before someone tried to fucking cancel someone that I actually liked. You know, and feel like I need to defend. I, I never liked Harvey Weinstein or fucking uh, Louis C.K. Hey, I like Louis C.K., man. I never really cared for him. That's my guy. Or fucking uh, Chris D'Elia. That motherfucker. Like, yeah, I don't care for him. He's a fucking creepy looking hack. And, uh, and, and Gene and and Gene. Yeah. Like, okay, all right, dude. <laughs> Always thought that guy was fucking hack. Yeah. Looks fucked hack. up, man. He looks creepy, man. He looks like every homeless person that I passed <laughs> when I lived in Seattle, male or female. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, whatever the fuck people want to be these days. But uh, going back to Prof, man, I actually like Prof and POS. You know, the last song I played on the podcast before we went on summer break was a POS song, our Doomtree song, rather. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like we fucking knew something was brewing in that fucking Minneapolis fucking music scene. Yeah, that's funny you mentioned Doomtree. I found a old Doomtree burned CD, and I popped it in my, uh, my CD player of my car. It's a six-disc changer. And uh, having swapped out the stereo, of course, I got a six days danger. Yep. And, um, and I have that and one common CD. So, like, it's either A, you know, I'm using Bluetooth, like, as I typically do to use the stereo, or I'm popping it on CD. So I've listened to this Doomtree album over and over and over again. And one of the things I just want to mention, like, CDs to, like, streaming music, it's such an interesting switchover psychologically when it comes to absorbing the album because now you just get to pick your favorite songs and you make a playlist or, you know, no, most people don't listen to an album from the first track to the last track anymore. And I've listened to this Doomtree album over and over and over again, mm -hmm. as I did in the past from the beginning to the end. I had no other choice. I couldn't really skip a song unless I physically pushed a button. You know what I mean? And um, gosh, listening to an album from beginning to the end that you might not love every single song, but somewhere in between you're forced to listen to these songs that you would call okay you get to listen to them over and over and over again and like find little pockets, hear little things, and you fucking realize that it is a great song and it's just like a great fucking album altogether when you can appreciate an artist. But Doomtree, Doomtree is great. I was just talking about uh, this with someone the other day. Uh, yeah, I'm an album rocker too, you know? I come from the days of compact discs like you, you know? Straight and so up. I'm used to putting a CD in, hitting play, and just letting it go. Yeah. Letting it go. And, uh, you know, again, this was back at a time when motherfuckers actually released full albums though which people don't really I don't, I don't know they don't really do that shit anymore it's like kind of one song at a time yeah i mean yeah people still do release albums and shit but by the time they actually put their album out you've heard all the songs you know it's it's all about the single now it's not really about the album yeah you know and uh and that's definitely uh what i'm mentioning you know because we consume our music differently by force of the beast, you know what I mean? Like we don't have physical copies anymore. No cassettes, no vinyl, you know what I mean? Like it's now just all digital streaming and because we consume it, we take a bite out of our music completely differently now. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like we get to pick and choose. It'll be Griselda, J. Cole and ACDC 
on my list of things I'm going to listen to on my way to work today instead of that entire J. Cole album from beginning to end because I have no other option other than listening to it or I got to physically push a button. You know what I mean? Like, right. It's just too convenient to stack your music anyway. You, I mean, I literally can say, hey, Siri, play some relaxing songs by J. Cole and I will get a, a list of songs that are considered more of the chill songs from his discography. You know what I mean? It's just too easy anymore. I mean, it's nothing wrong with that either, man. Nothing wrong it, with that shit. Yeah, it's cool. It, it is It is cool. It's just the change of an era and a generation that people just aren't consuming their music anymore. I mean, once upon a time, if you heard live music, you had to go down to the show and you had a ticket that you had for months because the orchestra was going to be getting together so you could actually hear some live music. You know what I mean? It was more of an occasion. So, I mean, we just consume our music differently now. This, mm. is, this is the evolution of humans and our weird psychology. And now we have cancel culture. Now, now fuck everybody. <laughs> what did ad. you say five years ago, <laughs> 10 years ago, when you were 12 years old? You said what? Yeah. It's fucking add to that weird psychology. Man, we're weird. Yeah, man. Weird. Fucking shit up, man. I like some of these guys, man. I like Prof. So I'm in a victim-blaming mindset, which is really not where anybody is ever supposed to be ever these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking... Rhyme Sayers Entertainment, right? What was this? This was months ago. They fucking, they dropped Prof. And you mentioned him earlier, Dem Atlas. I don't mind him either. He's different. Not the greatest bars. His shit's interesting. But yeah, he's they okay. fucking dropped both of these guys talking about uh, their abuse of women is not acceptable or shit like that. And uh, it didn't say what these motherfuckers did, right? It just, they just straight dropped them. And uh, I don't know. From what I gathered, it seemed as if they were, I don't want to justify this in any way, shape, or form before I go any further, but it sounded like they got wrapped up in a typical Tupac, Mike Tyson story of being these rap superstars that met up with some girl and the girls at the end of the day, they were, they either felt pressured when it came down to it or things proceeded and then they regretted it afterward. Now, I think it's more the latter. I, I actually read a woman's response about Dim Atlas that she, she spoke to him. She was a fan. She met up with him. They had sex. It was short. And then he pretty much was like, I, he gathered his things and said, all right, so I'm about to bounce. And it made her feel disgusting afterward. Not that he raped her, not that he pushed her into anything. He was just super extremely dry when it came to the romantic side of uh, hooking up with somebody. Now, I don't know what that constitutes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's not cool, bro. He shouldn't have did that with her heart. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's still, you know, it walks a, fine, a dirty fine line of just like abusing her sexually, mentally. You know what I'm saying? To just hook up and bounce, you know, but like... I don't think any laws were technically broken. You know what I'm saying? I don't think so either. Yeah. And it just, it's just kind of like the cancel thing that you're talking about. It's just kind of gross that, you know, like my man's hookup, whatever it went like, it turned into him losing his artistic contracts. You know what I'm saying? Like that he's built up for all of his years. And like, and I'm not trying to, you know, say that no woman should say, Hey, I feel abused and come forward. Like, I don't even know technically what he did to even stand up for my man, but the little piece, I'm just telling you my little opinion, the little piece I saw, it just didn't seem like it equated enough that the record label should have got involved to the point of ending his contract and, you know, 
Eh, it just it was extra. It was that extra cancel Fucking culture shit. Dropped my man the day his record was supposed to be released. Yeah, yeah. They pulled his fucking album. And that's that's prof you're talking about. Yes, yes. They pulled his album the day it was supposed to be released, which is why Oh, I think it's a puss move, man. It's a real puss move, man. I don't know. Again, like you're talking about, it's a slippery slope what I should be saying about how I actually feel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Because yeah, like you said, it was like one broad came out and then like what ended up happening was it made a whole bunch of other broads come out. You know, it was like an avalanche of women in the Minneapolis area that came out with like kind of similar stories right. about essentially every fucking rapper and DJ in the fucking, you know, the, the whole area. Right. And like you said, like, it doesn't sound like any laws were broken and most of this shit sounds like it happened a long time ago, too. Yeah. Right? And this is, again, what I'm reading. This is what I'm reading. And uh, from, again, this is shit that happened over a month ago. And I don't remember seeing the words physical abuse, sexual assault, or rape at all. I haven't yeah. seen one of these words in what I remember reading at that time. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, it's mental abuse. And not to minimize that shit, but... I think people should know that I don't think that it's anything physical, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird pocket, right? It does walk a fine line, you know, like, how sensitive are we going to go with this? And, like, if the girl showed up to kick it with a star, like, I don't know. There's still no excuse. Still no excuse. Still no excuse. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But, like, at a certain point, like, control your body and get up and go if it's uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Don't be starstruck. Word. I mean. I mean, of course, if it's Brad Pitt or some other heartthrob guy and he starts saying, so um, are we going to have sex? Um, what's your last name again? Um, so are we going to have <laughs> sex? I mean, that should be like a kind of a cue. Like he doesn't even know you, but he's still trying to hook up. Like if you continue to stick around, he's probably going to act the same way. Now that doesn't still no excuse, no excuse. But mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like if the dude puts a condom on, you guys have sex and then he turns to you and goes, that was great. Hey, what was your last name again? You know what I'm saying? Like, just think about the position you put yourself in. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you, you shouldn't have gotten that far to even want to meet up with him to the point to get private with him, to get into the going, to get taking your clothes off. You know what I mean? You had a couple opportunities before then to say, hey, absolutely not. And if you hold me past this point, you're raping me. You know what I mean? Like, right. Period. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, give me my phone. Let me go. If if at any point beyond this, you're getting physical to the point that I don't want consent to. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and that's just what I would tell any woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't put yourself in a gray position that it gets gray. You know what I mean? That you can't really backpedal out of it. If you feel uncomfortable in the first place, say something. You know what I mean? Period. You know? Of course. I don't feel I don't feel comfortable with going back to your house. Mr. Dematlis, but let's hang out here at the park for a little while. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Take control of that shit. And I don't, I don't know if I'm, I'm making an excuse or I'm dropping knowledge or maybe a combination of both, but take a moment to grab a hold of the situation. I mean, and not let it go that far. You know, I said, I didn't want to make a big deal about this, <laughs> but here we are. Here we are. And my mouth gets, oh, going. I'll start, God. I'll start getting preachy uh, and shit. So dude, you know what it seems like here is, uh, a lot of these girls who came out, many of which are aspiring DJs and rappers in the Minneapolis music scene. Yeah. Right. They got to know a lot of these other rapper guys who are a little more famous. Right. And they got into some personal relationships 
when they were younger. Yeah. All right, you can't see my air quotes there. The audience can't, you know, but when they were younger. Again, that's more that language that I remember seeing about, you know, these broads claims and shit, you know, words like when I was younger and girlfriend and uh, now I know better. Stuff like that, right? This sounds like these were consensual relationships and they were just yeah. naive at the time. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. What it seems now is like women are coming to this strange grip that any bad relationship that they were in back in the day was an abusive one. Mm. And uh, I say, fuck that. Fuck that. They're not all bad, you know? Just because you wake up one morning and all of a sudden you fucking interpret something differently. I mean, that doesn't give you the right to blatantly put someone on blast and fuck their shit up. That's still in your personal life, too. These guys are still like, talk to these broads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? That shit yeah. ain't fair. It ain't even fair. I don't even think it's fair. And all of these guys, none of these artists can say shit either. You know, after it was all said and done, it's so fucking confusing that, uh, you know, basically all they can do is just own it. Right? And after it happened, like their social medias were just different statements about right. how they're ready to listen and they're ready to learn, which is all they can do. But uh, That's I don't all you know, can man. Do. I don't know, man. I hate to say, it, but it just sounds it, like these guys had some groupies back in the day. You know, and that's what it sounds like to me too. And it does it, it it does walk a fine line of like abuse and like you know I'm not a woman, so I don't know what it's like to have the world consistently cat calling you. You know what I mean? Like all the time, and you know, nice boobs, nice butt. You know, he patted me on my butt, but then you know I didn't say anything. And eventually, you get to the point where you're like, no, fuck that. I am gonna say something this time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, so I mean, I get it. I don't want to sound like a a pig headed bro, but it. I'm keeping it real too at the same time. It sounds like these stars had groupies that didn't like how that shit ended. You right. know what I mean? And, and I, now, and that's, yeah. and that's, and that's a spot. It goes both ways. Cause honestly, honestly, Dim Atlas and prof should move smarter than that. You know what I'm saying? Like you shouldn't just be picking up hoes and, you know, Minneapolis and now Chicago and New York. And as fun as that sounds and you're partying, and you're having a good time and, you know, it falls into the category of rock star and all that shit, man. Like, it only takes one to touch you the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Like, and then it's done. I mean, look at yeah. Drake. He, he had a, he, he, I'm sure Drake has been with more women that I can count on all my fingers. But <laughs> then he ended up accidentally having a baby with a porn star. Like, bro, if there's anything that you messed up on, like, right there. Like, first of all, why are you having sex with porn stars? You know what I'm saying? Like, because I'm Drake and I can. You know what I mean? But, bro, like what were you expecting? You know what I mean? Like you should have been moving smarter than that. So, I mean, he got caught and there he is. Now he has a baby with a, a porn star. That's <laughs> like, that's on his resume. I got a baby with a porn star, not a Beyonce, not a Jennifer Lopez. He was kicking it with Jennifer Lopez at one point in time. Nope. With a porn star. Yeah. I, I was up on my luck one night. Um, I'm Drake. So I just didn't have my game on point to go walk into any place ever in the world and say, Hey, I'm Drake. My ego was so big, I actually found a porn star I liked online, and I ordered her so I could have sex with her. That, that's what <laughs> I did, and now we have a baby. Like, bro. So, Dim Atlas, Prof, y'all messed up for getting them girls that close to you for not knowing their angle, knowing that it was going to be like this later. That was your bad. 
ladies, that's your bad for getting that close to them, knowing that they were rock stars and you might get done up one night and they'd be done with you. Okay. So that's the gray space. Both of y'all allowed it to go and both of y'all messed up for that. Probably the best way to explain it. <laughs> oh, God damn it. You know, I was like, do a show. Motherfuckers are getting a little fucked up after the show. Yeah. Had some drinks, man. Shit was all consensual. That's what I said, too, man. None of this shit would hold up in fucking court. None of that shit. Fucking, were you, were you willfully intoxicated at any point during these interactions? After these fucking shows? <laughs> <laughs> Did you willfully leave with them? Right. We can't Maybe. really fucking believe your shit, then. We can't I, believe I, your fucking story. <laughs> fucking happened ten years ago. Right. You know, these fucking dudes getting fucked over some bad relationships, fucking coming back and biting them in the ass. Right. And these broads are ruining it for all, like, serious groupies out there, you know? <laughs> Rappers ain't fucking nobody after a show anymore now, man. <laughs> That's it. It's over, man. Sorry, hoes. Hey, all these rappers now are getting like girlfriends. So yeah, they're like wives and shit. I mean, yeah, they're getting girlfriends and wives. They're like, man, no, I've seen I've seen too many of these other rappers go down by some side chick or a like groupie chick, you know? See now, I was always smart about it back in the day. Right? When we were in the fucking hip hop group together, Gene. Right, right. Magnum opus. Yeah. You're in that Magnum opus, man. I made all hoes fucking sign NDAs before getting with them after shows. You yeah. feel me? <laughs> I didn't want to fuck around at all. Fuck that shit, man. It's going to fucking... It's going to cost you. You want to bring this shit up later on, man? It's going to fucking cost you. Man. I'm not even fucking A-list, right? I'm not B-list. I'm not even B-list. But that's why I can't even believe that this shit is fucking happening. Right? They brought down fucking D-list rappers on an underground hip-hop label. Bro. Right? You're not lying. And, you know, they, they made the fucking city of Minneapolis... Fucking sound even more horrible than we already <laughs> believe it to be. Oh my god! Right? So goddamn it! I mean, hey, it is what it is. You win, ladies. Dude, <laughs> I remember getting off stage and having groupies that enjoyed the stage performance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they enjoyed, they enjoyed forensic the rapper that just did his thing as the magnum opus hype dude that had a quick couple bars and you know i would love to always entertain talking to these girls i might have even exchanged a couple numbers here and there yeah. but when it came down to it when you start to get closer and closer and closer that's just not my place where i pick up my women you know what i'm saying like that's not my that's i'm actually not even attracted to you in your type yeah. the concert type you know what i'm saying like i really want something else but i happen to be a performer in this environment you know what i mean so the entertainment was always there, but then there was a consciousness in my head that just wouldn't let it get that close. You know what I mean? Like, I just couldn't ever, you know? I know you are one of the girls that are going to cancel culture me <laughs> later yeah. on down the road. That's it. That's yeah. why I'm staying away from you. It was just, a, it was always an irk in the back of my head. Like, nope, you're not the one. Nope. I, I can entertain it. Hey, I got another show coming up. You know what I mean? Because I really want all the girls to be screaming our names right when we go up. So, like, literally, oh, you went to the last show? Hey, we got another show coming up. So, as far as I was concerned, it was networking, you know, but <laughs> right. out, outside of that, no, no, no. You don't know. I actually, I actually have a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. I do. <laughs> you don't know about these broads, man. Yep. He said, you don't know who's going to come get you later on. Who's going to fucking, uh, Dave Chappelle fucking put it the best, man. You don't know who's going to fucking... Suck that dick and then get buyer's remorse later on. You know, know it. You <laughs> yeah. know it. Shit happened so long ago. Man. 
Uh, and I feel like all these guys getting caught up, or they're all different people now. They're all different people doing different things now. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I just, I don't really see what the fucking problem is here. I mean, apologize. Talk to somebody, man. Yeah. I'm trying to find something to sympathize these women about, but it, I don't know, it's kind of hard, man. Yeah. Like, these I, girls I, feel like they got bullied, you know, years later, whilst having a consensual relationship, and... Yeah. yeah, and unfortunately, it happens a lot. You kind of mentioned that earlier, you know, kind of goes both ways. It's a slippery slope, but mm-hmm. I don't I really don't think it's fair to these guys, man. It just sounds like these girls have been holding a grudge. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, instead of fucking talking it out like people and possibly maybe even coming to some new grips and building something brand new. Now, motherfuckers just want to fucking destroy some old shit, you know, for fucking closure. All right, and there's my my air quotes again. Fucking closure. You know, it fucking sucks that fucking homie didn't fucking propose to you, <laughs> madame. <laughs> but uh <laughs> God damn it. I don't really know what else to say except for uh you mentioned hey. who I was gonna play tonight. I'm gonna play prof. <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know what, people? I mentioned also earlier that uh, his album did not get released. It got totally shelved, but there were a handful of us fortunate motherfuckers that pre-ordered some vinyl. So I just happen to have that whole record right here, and I'm going to play you the joint that I think Prof would want you to hear tonight, ladies and gentlemen. It's actually really relevant to, uh, I think, what's going on with him. I think, anyways. From his shelved album, Powderhorn Sweets, this is the ending. Prof, big ass radio show, Scab, Gene. Sparkle for me, baby. Sparkle for me, baby. One last time. One last time. Sparkle for me, baby. Sparkle for me, baby. One last time. One last time Not for long, but it's still morning Can't believe all the weeds in my garden I plant a forest by hand I plant a forest by hand See, I've been thinking about my legacy lately Is it me or are my memories fading? I plant a forest by hand I plant a forest by hand We got years invested The fact is that I'm bound to you I don't believe we predestined You can hold me down, but I won't drown with you I leave you there, you'll be on my mind All the things that I've left behind Does that make me a poor man? Probably I need someone to support me proudly It's been a minute, don't you look lovely? Wish I could forget all the times you've loved me If I didn't know better, I would fall back in You a different woman than you were back then Something grabbed hold and it swallowed you whole Tried to reach heights and it brought you low I just can't be a part of this no more Although I don't want to go Baby I guess I'm giving up It's my only chance to grow Hate me I guess I'm giving up I'm giving up 
shit lovely right lovely he stepped up his bars yeah with the singing <laughs> man right <laughs> yeah he took you uh took you seriously maybe somebody in a different town was like man you you got a great performance and you got bars man but like your melody though i didn't really get your melody it just didn't wasn't wasn't on for me and maybe he was like man i gotta put this song out now <laughs> Man. I gotta drake some shit now. Drake it up. I love it when he drakes it up. I really do. That's a good one right there. That's the end. Powderhorn yeah. Sweets. Powderhorn Sweets is actually kind of an unfortunate title for his album in lieu of everything that happened, uh, you know, in the last couple months with him. Uh, Powderhorn Sweets is the. It's actually the name of a of a whorehouse in the Powderhorn neighborhood of Minneapolis. Damn. And. Uh, yeah, the cover that uh, should have been released is him standing in front of a building with a bunch of windows with a different whore in every window. <laughs> Damn. So, yeah, a little distasteful. I could see why they probably pulled the record, at least for a time, <laughs> sometime, a little short time. Well, fuck, man. I'd say that's about a podcast right there. I think it was. Shit. Talked about a few things from, uh, you know, one-wheeling to... Prof and Demetlis's uh, life situation and getting dropped from their label from sexual misconduct. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, played some really good music, man. Prof, Earth Gang. Yeah, that's about a podcast. Yeah, talking toxic masculinity. Yeah, and there's a lot of it. I have it too. I try to do better every day, just like Prof, man. What can you do? You know what I mean? Culture's changing. And at the end of the day, like, you just have to understand, like, etiquette. That's really what it comes down to. When you can turn it on, when you can turn it off, and when you get off stage, when is it time to fucking reel it the fuck in, bro? You're at the grandparents' house. Stop dropping F-bombs, you know? That's all. That's all. My advice for people in the future is if you do think shit is starting to hit the fan with you emotionally, maybe you should think about possibly talking to a motherfucker and, uh, sorting shit out if in fact you possibly can and they are still in your life you never know what you might uh discover straight up so there you go we'll holler at each other next week man we're coming back man we're gonna come back stronger than ever we about to fucking we we about to blow up like motherfucking beirut shit bitch yeah coming back coming atomizing all over the place little fake ass droplets everywhere so keep your mask on if you don't want to catch us Mask up, hit up the fake ass radio show Facebook, hit up the fake ass radio show IG, buy some shit, all right, in the time being, until we get the website going with all the other good shit, okay? Please? Yeah, yeah. All right, well, fucking A. And I'm Gene Techman. You can hit me at G E A N T E C H M A N on just about every single social media platform. So just get at me then. Perspective changing hip hop sponge here to debate life with you and i'm scab d short for scavenge detroit i've got the social medias too on the facebook on the fucking twitters and shit fucking give me a follow on there listen to some music and there'll be new music for me coming soon all right i'm making beats i'm about to play some of them for gene right now so until then we'll see you next week okay bye now goodbye goodbye <laughs>